The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints Happy Hour needs your support. The Saints are going to have a great 2021 season, but Saints Happy Hour needs more support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Winston is going to take his shot, throwing towards the end zone, and it is caught! My goodness! Touchdown! Winston's prayer is answered! It's Callaway! 49 yards on a Hail Mary from Winston! everybody welcome to the saints happy hour instant reaction post game show andrew when the saints are hitting hail marys you know it's a beautiful sunday this was what i like to call the full juge we had shenanigans aplenty the saints as you like to say andrew found a way they're three and two going into their bye week Man, that Callaway play—it gives me goosebumps. Uh, I've—I've <laughs> I've witnessed uh, the Saints give up in my lifetime a number About of hail six marys. Or seven but, of those. Yeah, but but uh, this was the second time I can remember. There's, that was the Graham OPI hail mary, which I don't count because you know obviously they they wave that off. But uh, Terrence Copper against the Falcons is the only hail mary I've ever seen the Saints yep. complete. So this That's is the right. second. This is the second one in team history. Uh, so that play was really special and uh, it made a huge difference. Yeah, and look, I joked that it was the full juge today because you always talk about find a way. Sometimes you need shenanigans. We had full shenanigans today. But we also got the full Winston. I mean, he alternated between terrible and really good today. Like, he, he had a horrible interception, which it wasn't a bad decision. It was just a bad accuracy throw, which his accuracy was kind of off all day. He had a fumble. But then he had a great throw to Deontay Harris. The Hail Mary, look, the Hail Mary is a luck play. But for it to succeed, you got to give your wide receiver a chance. So it was the perfect Hail Mary throw. Then other times he was great when Sean Payton dialed up some cool plays. I mean, 
this is what we signed up for. So I can't complain. It's a full Jameis today. Yeah, the full the full Jameis experience from top to bottom. Uh, you know, yeah, I think you look at it just ball placement wise. I think, and look, I'm in Virginia, so we, the weather's been weird all weekend. Uh, grass is super slippery, so I don't know. And I know it was drizzling before the game, so it's possible that there was precipitation and you know balls seem to be slipping out of hands. I thought accuracy with both quarterbacks was an issue in this game, so you don't know how much that played into it, but. I think the most frustrating thing was just location of throws with Jameis. And, and I he got Taysom he, killed. He, he got Taysom And there was a lot of plays they left out there. Yeah. Man. I mean, I, Kamara probably still needs to catch that ball in the wheel route. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, there were a number of plays that I, I thought the Saints could have had there uh, where if Jameis, if the ball is just a little bit more accurate, um, you know, he, he, he's maybe thrown for 400 yards. So, look, you take it. Like, it's a win. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. And... Obviously, when Deontay and Taysom went out, thankfully, you know, the hamstring and a concussion, I don't view those injuries as long-term type of things. You know, hopefully they'll be able to yeah. come back after the bye. But, uh, you know, considering what the offense was up against and the guys they were missing, they put points up on the board. You'd like to see him take better care of the football, but, like, man, a heroic effort by the defense. Because going into I the mean, fourth quarter, like, I thought they were done. I thought yeah. they were gassed. Like, they were they – were ga- and and – you know, also, look, the player of the game is the punter. I know it sounds crazy. He was tremendous today. Unbelievable. I, that, that was one of the best punting performances I've ever seen, Ralph. And I, I've watched Morstead, the greatest punter in Saints history. I've watched Tommy Barnhart in the 90s. I mean, I, I've seen some good ones. I watched Mark Royals. Uh, you know, Toby Goen was good for the Saints. Um, they, I've, I've watched Mer- Mitch Berger made a Pro Bowl. So I've seen some really good ones. Uh, that and that, I, I don't know that I've ever seen them play like Blake Gillikin did today. It, it, was, it was tremendous. And, you know, Callaway, listen, he had the Hail Mary. And, and we gave Sean Payton a lot of crap last week, deservedly so, because his decisions were on the kick on, with the kicker was, were whack uh, and challenges were whack. But I'm going to tell you, at the end of that game when it was 20-16, to 16, his – Play calling was tremendous. The play to Troutman, the play to Callaway, those were design plays that you know Sean Payton had him in his bag. He was waiting for it. He called them. They executed. It was a a great moment by them. And listen, listen, the the Saints, Andrew, it's weird to say, but they're kind of like exactly what we we had hoped for and expected, and yet they're overachieving. Because if you'd have said three and two – in the summer, would have been like, sign me up. Three and two at the bye, that's beautiful. But then, if you just said, oh, they're going to be three and two, and they're going to have even more guys missing than what we knew they would be missing, we'd be like, oh, my God, how? And, you know, they're, they're, they're a whisker away from four and one, but they got a break today. Carolina, no McCaffrey. They lost. I guess you can hold off on Sam Darnold being reborn. They lost to the Eagles at home. So they're at three and two, and I know, look, they have the tiebreaker on the Saints, but the tiebreaker doesn't matter in October. Um, Tampa won because Tampa's really good. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's right there for them still. And I just think this is, this is tremendous. Uh, and this is what you're going to get with the Saints team. These wins are going to be ugly. They're going to be kind of shaky. It, just, it, is, it is what it is, man. You, you, if you don't embrace it, you're not going to have fun in 2021. You just need to embrace the shenanigans and the, the goofiness of these wins. 
Oh, I mean, you know, look, we, we saw Hail Mary get completed today. I mean, what's not to <laughs> like, man? Come on. I mean, that's as good as it gets. That is as good as it gets. But uh, I, think, I thought there were a number of guys. The offensive line for them to hold up. I mean, they didn't play great today. But, man, I mean, they were already missing McCoy, already missing Armstead. And Pete missed some time in that game. So at one point they had three reserves uh, yeah. playing across the front. Uh, obviously, Taysom Hill goes down. Uh, Adam Troutman steps up and makes a couple plays. Um, you know, so uh, the, the backup running back, Washington, got hurt. So This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Oh, they, they basically had no runners. I thought they were going to have to hand the ball off to a Zigbo at some point. Um, <laughs> so. <UDFA> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, I just, look, the secondary, I mean, guys stepped up. Look, Debo. After a horrible game against the Giants, yep. I think you got to give him some credit. He he would have had two interceptions if it wasn't for Cam Jordan snaking one of them, um, snake you know with a batted pass. But uh, Debo made a big play. PJ Williams comes up, steps up, makes a big play. I thought Lattimore after having they a miserable game, he stepped up against today. McLaurin. Yeah, I was surprised, but I guess they had guys missing, so they were like, "Look, we got to throw it." No, their whole their whole offense is McLaurin. Yeah, Mc- yeah, McLaurin is their whole offense, and they believe he can beat Lattimore, so they tested him. And I mean, they went. Give, give him a lot of credit. You know, give him a lot of credit. Lattimore's a guy. Listen, he's living up to the, he's living up to the contract. And you know, the thing, the interesting thing was the Saints had a, had a chance to really riverboat. Ron was like, "I'm down to eleven. I'm I'm going for it." I was like, "You're going for it at midfield and like fourth and twelve, fourth and ten, yeah." Fourth, I was like, "What?" But give 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 him credit because I think I think. Ron, Ron Rivera's like, if I punch the Saints and they run three, four minutes off this clock and then Gillikin punts a bomb, we're done. So, I yeah. mean, eventually you got to just put it all on the table. So give, give Washington some credit. But I'm, I'm with you. I mean, look, I'll do the player grades and Gillikin, we all know. I'm, spoiler alert, he's going to get special teams player of the game. But I want to go back to your comment because I think it's spot on. He, he, he might be the special teams player of the game. He's also just the player of the game. Yeah. No one on offense or defense made a bigger impact and difference in this game than Blake Gillikin. Unbelievable performance from him. Um, so, you know, again, that's one of the best punting performances I've ever seen from a Saints punter, and that, that's a Pro Bowl quality level. Uh, but only thing that was bad on special teams, I tweeted to Morton Anderson. I said, I said, I said, Morton Anderson, 
uh, the Saints will make sure your name is spelled correctly in the Ring of Honor if you can kick extra points before. Yeah, I want to say one quick thing about that. Like, look, I know Rosas is terrible, and I don't trust him. I know he's like one for four, right? Twenty five percent on his field goals. But if my if the kicker is going to be missing extra points anyway, like at, at least give me the automatic touchbacks on kickoffs. You know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> at least right. Rosas is That's good right. for that. Like, you can go for two. You can go for it on fourth down. You can just say like, we're not kicking field goals or extra points. That's until Lutz comes back, we're just not going to do that. But like, at least give me the automatic touchback. Give me the the kickoff specialist. You yeah. know, that college football teams have. Like, Parky was landing him at the one, and I was just like really nervous about the speed of that return guy. Now, fortunately, the the coverage units were able to keep him under control, but that that was a little unnervy. You know, seeing those returns come back. Well, that I mean, he's done. I mean, Lutz will be back after the bye, right? Uh, the uncertain. Uncertain. Hopefully. So hopefully. I mean, we'll have kicker tryouts again on Tuesday. The Saints are very. Uh, you can't. You cannot roll with Parky again. You. I mean, <laughs> you, you cannot. I, I've <laughs> seen enough. What's John Carney doing? Yeah, I don't know. Because here, here's the thing. I, I like. I'm not even joking, Rob. That's the thing. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, just get a guy that can kick touchbacks. And, and go for just, two. I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Just go for two. Well, the thing is, though, at the end of the game, you might need him to bang in like a 40-yard kick. But then again, well, I guess you don't trust Parker. You don't trust Rojas, so it all evens out in the wash. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, they're, they're lucky. I mean, you could argue the kicker maybe cost them the game against the Giants, kind of. But they're lucky. They, haven't been, they have not been bit in the butt. Um Yet, by kicking. Well, so. I mean, the bye just really like could not come at a better time. You know, no. you're three and two, and like you, you now you you don't have to sit sulk, sulking about how it went against the Giants, and then it repeated itself against the football team, and then all of a sudden you, you've gagged two games in yeah. a row, and then you got to sit on a bye like that would be horrible. So now you're three and two, winning record. You get a week off. You're going to get all those guys back. Like the, just the timing of all this could not be better. Yeah. No, and I mean. Um, I know we overanalyze Jameis and because it, I think it's just because he's on a one-year deal and we're not, the Saints aren't committed to him. So we don't have to, like, we can, we can overanalyze it because the Saints in theory could have someone new next year. Whereas if they have like committed to like a three-year deal with Jameis, I yeah. think we'd be less micro of, oh, this play was terrible, but because it, it's a one-year thing and the Saints could break up with him easily, we, we micromanage him. But on a sense I've, pro- of Andrew- I've, prom- I've promised myself I'm not going to compare him to Drew Brees anymore. It's just not fair. Like I'm, I'm just not going to bring up Drew Brees ever when I evaluate Jameis because it's, it's just not, not fair. fair. It's just you like, just- regardless of who the guy was going to be, like I'm, I'm just evaluating it in terms of, like, it, it, is he a viable candidate to be our future quarterback? And I will say, so far, my answer is no. And, and yeah. I, I would, I would not extend him based on what I've seen so yeah. far. To, and, to and, me, the ball is just not – ball placement is not accurate enough. Well, and that's the thing. People say, you know, people say, oh, completion percentage is the most overrated stat. I'm like, maybe. But in Sean Payton's offense, it's not. And you can't be getting Taysom Hill killed. You can't he – missed, he missed at least, by my count, four throws that, like, the 16th best quarterback in the NFL makes every single time. That long ball to Deontay was a dime, though. Whew. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, perfectly in, perfectly in stride. I mean, when's the last time we saw a Saints quarterback throw a deep ball perfectly in stride? Yeah, to receive? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and listen, it's only been five weeks, and he can get better. And 
Yep. Not not to compare him to Tom Brady because I'm not I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but Tampa last year had these like fits and starts with Brady where it wasn't clicking quite right and they had to figure it out. Like it's only been five games with Jameis. Like let's give it a chance and they're winning as they go. And honestly, they should be four and one. You want to figure, yeah, but you want to figure this out with wins. That's it, you yeah. know. And obviously, like you said, they should be four and one, but and they're not. But they are three and two. And so, uh, look, tough division. Like you look at Carolina being three and two and Tampa being four and one. Like they really can't afford to be any worse than that because of the level of competition. Yeah. And Atlanta, but, Atlanta is, um, Atlanta's bad, but they're not like bottom feeder bad. They're like six and eleven bad. So right. Atlanta can jump up and bite you. Like they can score. Right. They got pits. You know, like they aren't like Jacksonville or the Texans bad, right? Right. So, no, so, that's exactly right. So the only thing that's to me, and it's a negative. But again, they're going to get like the pass rush today was kind of terrible. They got they got to him at moments. The Mario Davis had a huge play where. Uh, Heineke was almost going to get away. He sacked him, but Ron Rivera went for him on fourth down. But again, Davenport's going to get back. Onyemata's going to come back. Like y- you see, they, they need those guys. They need those guys back in the worst way. I mean, the pass because rush. I, it's just I, I just think enough. Andrew. I still believe their back. Their back end of their defense is really good. And look, Pete Warner looks really good at linebacker. Like he looks like a really good pick. Yeah, they're going to have a tough decision to make between him and Quan Alexander moving forward. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel for Quan Alexander because that's exactly what happened to him in San Francisco. He got injured. A younger linebacker was playing great as a replacement. And then the 49ers were like, nah, I think we're just going to stick with him because he's really good, you know? Yeah. And so this, yeah. the same thing's kind of repeating itself. So I feel bad for him, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is, you know? But, well, uh, yeah, no, it's it's true. But listen, the Saints they they finally got a they finally got a linebacker. Pete Warner, he's just yeah. he's just he's real in, he's he's real instinctive and he's a he's a modern day linebacker. He looks a little light to me, but like that's the way you got to play because in linebacker you got to play pass. Yeah, um, I was I will say I was surprised that uh, run defense was so poor in this game. Yeah. Uh, Washington was frequently getting six, seven, eight yard runs. The initial tackler would get broken. And, you know, so they would fall forward for an extra yard, garbage yard or two. Well, so that, that's why uh, that, I thought that was probably the most disappointing part of the game for me was just, uh, you know, the Saints, this whole defense is predicated on stopping the run. And they did. Well, not that was that. why that that was why that Gillikin punt was so critical, because it's yeah. 20 to 16. And if it's first and 10 at the 20, you know, damn well, Washington's handing off. I thought Washington, even down at the goal line, I know it's hard to run the ball, but the way they were gashing the Saints. Like they should have run that ball at least one of the first two downs and tested the Saints. They didn't, and that's a function of Gillikin being awesome. Yep. The, Makes a huge other, difference. The other thing I will say is it's great that the Saints are getting their guys back on the pass rush because I don't care how good your back end, the Saints pass rush the last two weeks has been so bad. It don't matter. Like when you're if you any quarterback in the NFL, if he can stand back there four or five seconds, it don't matter how good your back end is dudes will get open. So yeah. it is, it's absolutely critical, but you're going to get guys back. Um, to, to wrap up, Andrew, I, I think in a weird way, I enjoy the shenanigans wins. Like they're almost as enjoyable as the green bag. Oh dude. Stomping. It, like, first of all, I, I was convinced as the fourth quarter started that the saints were going to lose. I, I was like, the defense is cooked. 
Yeah, you were, you were pe- you were texting me like I text you. Yeah, yeah, I I went full Ralph, but I was just like <laughs> the, the defense is cooked. They've been on the field the whole game. The, the way the time of possession has played out, like you know, Taysom's out, uh, Deontay's out, so like they're they're missing more weapons offensively. Like Pete was out for a stretch, and I was just like, the offense, how are they going to move the ball? You know, and and I just thought they were cooked. I really did. Uh, but you know, like you said, kudos to Sean Payton. He came up with some great play calls, caught the football team off guard, and that secondary is brutal. The Saints took advantage; they capitalized. Uh, obviously, the hail mary. I mean, what a play! <laughs> I still, I still can't believe Ralph. The Saints survived the two turnovers on their side of the field to start the game, and then the fourth down punt where Granderson roughs the punter. I, I still don't know how he didn't block that punt. He was literally towering right over the punter and the ball somehow misses the block and then destroys the punter. And those three mistakes alone, like you don't deserve to beat anyone making those kind of mistakes. I can't even be, I can't even be that mad at Granderson because he like came free. Like what's he supposed to do? Like, yeah, you know, he's like, so, but anyway, guys, I want to say this. We made this podcast free. Please support this show sign up as a patron for ten dollars for one month you sign up the first month my wife we'll send you a booze bundle you get four swag items for free it's amazing and you get access to all of our content every day andrew's great it's fantastic and you help make it so we can pay thomas and all the finest meats and cheeses because he's running the show amazing support this show we need your help to keep it rolling, I got to say, I drank a ton during the Saints game. I got about three hours, and then I got Astros baseball. They're going to clinch against the White Sox. I'm going to drink some more tomorrow. Andrew, I might have to take PTO for work tomorrow because I am going to get lit tonight. I'm lit already. Uh, I, I love like I love, I love, love Saints shenanigans and wins. They, they invigorate me with, like, energy and joy in a way that nothing else does. It's just I, I love it. We're, we're, we're completely aware of the possibility that this team is going to have a losing record like at the end of the year so like every win gets us further away from that and I'm going to I'm going to say right now all you son of a guns tweeting at me you don't want to go 8 or 9 or win 10 games and be one game out in the playoffs you want to tank I am blocking you I there is no tanking at 3 and 2 going forward no I I get trashed I get trash football. I get that on Saturday with LSU. I don't need it with the Saints. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We'll see you Monday night on the live stream on the Twitches.